to the New England Take and WKXL. I'm your host, AJ Kirstead. Be sure to check out nhtalkradio.com to get the back episodes of the show. I'm excited to be joined on site today by Dean Megan Carpenter of UNH Franklin Pierce School of Law. Full disclosure, I worked here up until two weeks ago. I now work somewhere else, but I'm still still doing some, some stuff over here, which I'm excited to still be able to do projects with you. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me, and thanks for coming back, and I just hope you stay. <laughs> So, big news this week. So, this is going to be going out Friday, which is the day after the big announcement that uh, UNH Franklin Pierce School of Law is no longer going to be submitting uh, information to U.S. News & World Report for rankings. We, we spoke about this a couple weeks ago with uh, Professor Michael McCann, former associate dean here at, at UNH. And, I mean, this must have been, like, an extremely hard decision to say, like, this is something we've been doing for 30 years, and now we're just going to we're going to cut this tie in this way. You know, it, it has been a tough decision, one that we have wanted to incorporate kind of the opinions of, of so many different members of, of our community. Um, but the truth is that really our entire community is al- aligned around this decision. Um, you know, we have struggled with U.S. News in so many ways because – um, you know, through having kind of one monolithic ranking system, it tends to drive you know all law schools in the same direction, and and the legal services profession is so varied, and people want to become all different types of lawyers with different strengths, and mm-hmm. and law schools should be encouraged to to develop different specialties, but. Um, you know, it, with with the the emphasis, certain metrics that are measured by U.S. News, it kind of forces everyone into this, you know, kind of to be homogenous, and and that's that's been a real challenge. Yeah, especially because you're relying on these top ten schools to basically make a decision and, and break out of the line and say we're not going to do this anymore. Because as someone who is law school, it's in the '80s in the rankings. You, you can't just say ah, we're just gonna we're not going to do this anymore because it, it's it's very risky and. It may pay off, but it's a Hail Mary. Yeah, and I don't know that it'll pay off in the the ranking sense, but it it will pay off in the way that we can finally focus really on what's in the best interest of students. And as you look at the metrics um, for... Um, you know, for U.S. News, it's not constructed in such a way that helps produce the best best outcomes for students. The three areas of risk that I see really are, um, you know, jobs and prospective students and our IP ranking. And, mm-hmm. and when it comes to the top schools, there is no school like ours in the intellectual property space. You know, we've been ranked in the top 10 for as long as they've been doing rankings. Um, but the head of our IP center and the head of admissions and the head of career services are all, um, you know, uniformly believe that that this is the right move for us. So in some ways, it's an easy decision to make when the community is acting on principle. And this may be a little bit inside baseball when it comes to law schools, but when it comes to hiring, like, like, do law firms really care? Like, it seems like it's something that prospective students, even in the undergrad side of the house, that's the only time you really pay attention to it. When I was looking for a job after I got out of undergrad, you guys didn't ask. Like, it was like, what, what, what school did you do? And, and it's like, no, you cared about how you how you made it through and your experiences. Yeah. So your your job interviews haven't included a discussion of your rankings. No, of your surprisingly not. Um, you know, I can say that our assistant dean for career services, Neil Sirota, has said that not once in his entire career, and he's worked at multiple law schools over 20 years, um, not once has an employer asked about the ranking um, of, of a school. And I think with us, you know, we have such phenomenal employment outcomes and a, a terrific alumni network. Um, and, you know, firms know that when they hire our students, they have a certain um, level of experience. That they can hit the ground running in practice. And that's what firms care about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it 
there's no special thing when it comes to when you're at when you're out of college. Like it comes down to it's like you make good networking connections in college, and uh, UNH obviously does a fantastic job with with their big career services offices expanded a lot the last couple of years. But it's very much getting internship opportunities, hands on experience, getting out in the field, meeting people that are in the industry. You wanna you wanna. Uh, work in afterwards more than it is necessarily these kind of metrics that may, may be important on before you enter school, which we'll get into in another minute, but it's a lot more who you know and and how. Yeah, absolutely. We had a conversation, um, our associate dean for enrollment, Shane Cooper, and I had a conversation in my office a couple of days before orientation. We had a late applicant to law school, and this this applicant was phenomenal in so many ways. Um, Exactly the kind of applicant that would be terrific at our school. Um, Had prior experience at a a tech company, sort of a high up position, really interested in intellectual property, a whole background in this space. And and, and we were worried that because of the applicant's metric on GPA or, or LSAT, that it might hold our ranking back um, and it might uh, effectively decrease our ranking. Um, That, at that moment, I think that Dean Cooper and I kind of looked at each other and said, like, this is crazy that yeah. we're in this conversation right now. And of course, that this student is going to be an incredible lawyer someday. And of course, you know, this student is a great fit for us and will be part of our community. But the idea that schools are making decisions often not on those kinds of metrics, but thinking about U.S. news as, as a core and as a driving force is a real shame because it disadvantages schools and it disadvantages the legal profession who won't benefit from from the skills that these students have to offer. So about the perspective of the prospective student that's looking for law schools now, it, as more and more schools are dropping out, the rankings will still exist. We talked about that with Professor McCann previously, but like what does this change how they should maybe look? Like, if we're going to have this initial onslaught of, oh, it's cool, I'm going to go to school that said, screw this, I'm going to I'm going to jump ship from this. I don't, I don't, I'm happy to be able to, to be able to contribute to it. But on, but on the other side, two years from now, what is there change with how students should be looking? I think that students should really think about, you know, um, some of the metrics, and there's a lot of publicly available information out there. So think about the outcomes. You know, what are employment outcomes from the school for the schools that you're looking at? What's bar passage? Our, the bar passage for U.S. News is only two percent of the overall rankings. Mm-hmm. You know, there are other things that go into the U.S. News rankings, like. Um, you know, students that come out with debt at graduation, which incentivizes schools to only admit and matriculate students who can pay out of pocket to Mm -hmm. go to law school, um, which is perverse. um, And we want to give access and opportunity to students, um, you know, even if they have to take out loans to go to school. Um, So I, I would encourage prospective students to, you know, think really about what matters. Employment, bar passage, the programs at a particular school. Are you really interested in doing, you know, Uh, intellectual property, then this might be a great fit. If you're really interested in environmental and you're passionate about that, um, there might be another law school that would be be a terrific fit. Um, So thinking about the programs and then talking to some alumni and talking Mm -hmm. to to some people at the school, that gives you an overall feel for for the school. There are so many different types of law schools and um, and exploring those at that kind of deeper level would be a great way to to do it. So the last couple minutes here, I mean, What's, what do you think U.S. News is going to do, or do you care? <laughs> like, it, like, to be super cynical, it's like they're going to do their thing. They're a for-profit model with how, how they operate. They used to be a magazine. Now they basically exist 
off of rankings. Like, do you think they're going to to change your business model? Is this something big up in the air at this point? I hope that this will leverage change. Um, you know, I, I know that deans have been talking to U.S. News for a long time about uh, about making change, and we haven't been particularly successful. I hope that this will provide some momentum. But what I hope more is that, you know, we aren't against rankings. Law schools yeah. in general aren't against rankings. But but let's have a plurality of rankings. Maybe we can have rankings that say these schools are great for litigation or, you know, these schools are great in these various various areas of, of interest. Um, people who might be interested in becoming a public defender have different interests than people who are interested to be a corporate, corporate transactional attorney. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, business programs and things like that have, you know, four different types of rankings or six different types of rankings. What I, I hope that we see now are two things. One, um, you know, overall rankings that that will proliferate sort of in a you know a variety of ways. So we we have students have multiple things to look at. And then I also hope that in the specialty fields, I hope that there will be organizations that have expertise in that field okay. that will help judge the best environmental programs or tax programs or or intellectual property programs. Yeah, if I was a prospective student, I'd, I'd care from the IP side more about what INTA or APLA or something like that is saying than what US News has to say. Exactly. Those would be the per- perfect kinds of organizations with the expertise to be able to do specialty rankings. And that's my hope. Dean Men Carpenter, UNH Franklin Pierce School of Law, law.unh.edu to learn more about them. Thank you so much for joining me. And I, I think this is going to pay off. Thanks, AJ. I hope so. It's New England Take and WKXL. I'm your host, AJ Kierstead.